Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Um, you know, I think sometimes we often think that the way that we say something's going to get us what we want. Um, guys use awful pickup lines to try and get a girl to go out with them. Like, uh, if I had a garden, I'd put your two lips and my two lips together. Like, it's just, it's stupid. You don't, don't say stuff like that. You're not going to get your way. Um, do you have a map? Because I'm lost in your eyes. Dumb stuff. Uh, but we all know that you're just, you're not, you're not going to get what you want by saying things the perfect way. But sometimes in our prayer, that's what we think. We can't simply try to coerce God into giving us what we want or doing for us what we want simply by stating it to him a certain way. Prayer is not just about saying a right formula. Uh, There's way more to it than that. And In today's passage, Jesus actually instructs us on how to pray. The interesting thing is, if if you're looking at it, you might think it's a formula, but it's not really a formula what he's saying. It's, It's really about being right in heart so that God will listen to your prayers and bring answer to your prayers. Uh, it's, it's not about how you say it, but about your dependence on God and willingness to lay your own pride down. So what does Jesus say about prayer? He says, and when you pray, uh, Jesus doesn't, ex- doesn't just hope that you're going to pray. He expects that you're going to pray. If you follow Jesus, he expects you're going to pray. The translation is probably closer to whenever, uh, whenever you pray. Don't be like hypocrites, he says. Uh, Jesus warned that those who pervert prayer into a dramatic performance to try to impress a human audience will receive no heavenly reward for their prayers. Jesus' concern was motivation for prayer, not the location that you pray at. And then he says, when you pray, don't keep on babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. This, then, is how you should pray. And then this is where he goes into what, what kind of sounds like a formula, but it's not. You know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Again, this isn't a magic formula, but Jesus teaches us to pray about specific kinds of things. Sometimes I'm going to pray and, and keep on praying because I don't feel like I've done enough to, to kind of get God's attention. I feel like I need to pray it just right, with just enough desperation, and then then and probably only then God's going to hear my prayer and answer me. And this is wrong. Jesus viewed prayer as the petitioner surrendering to the divine will, not bending the divine will. Here's, a, again, the specific ways he teaches us to pray. It's, it's not about the same words, but it's, it's about praying these ideas. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. This is thanking God for him being holy and perfect and awesome. He says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ask Jesus to present himself to you in a tangible way. The world uh, needs him. We need him and we need his presence in order for our lives to be changed for the better and to find salvation. And the final petitions that God deals with, it's about personal requests. Give us today our daily bread. He's saying, ask God for your daily needs. Thank him for them. Then he says, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Confess your sins. Seek God's forgiveness. Ask God to help you forgive others whom you are struggling with uh, to seek reconciliation with people and with God. What does it really mean for us to forgive somebody? It doesn't mean that we don't acknowledge that there was a hurt eh, or that we fully trust them all over again. Forgiveness means that we decide that we will not make them suffer for whatever they did in any way. And then Matthew 6, 14, 15, it does say, for if you forgive men, 
when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. So we need to forgive. And then Jesus says, pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Ask God for strength against temptation to keep you clear of temptation. Ask God for protection uh, from the evil circumstances that are in the world. And then he says, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. In this part, we're declaring God's awesomeness, giving him glory for everything. Uh, the, the Lord's Prayer probably looks different than a lot of your prayers. Unfortunately, what we do most of the time is we, we just give God all of our wants. And we can pray for wants, but it should be in the context of, Lord, not, not your will, but not my will, but your will be done. God is not our genie in a bottle. And so what we do, we, we need to ultimately learn about prayer from this lesson from Jesus. And what is he saying? Number one, as a follower of Jesus, you need to pray. It's as basic as talking to a spouse or your best friend. We got to talk to Jesus. Number two, prayer is just for you and God. It needs to come from the heart. Prayer is depending on God. It's, it's not a religious thing. It's a relationship thing. And then three, uh, prayer should be simple. You can't word things in such a way that you're going to assure God is going to answer you exactly the way that you want him to. God cannot be manipulated. Four, prayer is, it's not just about asking, it's also about worship, it's about glorifying God. And then number five, our request should be for the basic needs to be met and for spiritual health. Six, our, our other requests should be made with understanding that God's will will be something that we don't fully understand. Maybe you've tried to pray, but, but you feel like God hasn't always answered. Maybe you just don't think that it matters to pray. I challenge you to begin to make prayer a more regular part of your daily life and to pray as Jesus teaches us to pray. And I think when you fully depend on God in prayer, I think you're gonna find that he's gonna be there for you in ways you maybe didn't expect. Let me pray for you. Lord, uh, I thank you so much that you allow us to have a relationship with you, that, that you allow us to talk to you about the things in our lives. And God, I pray that every single one of us would understand what it means to give ourselves fully over to you. Uh, God, help us to allow you into our lives in all the ways that you want to be involved. Help us never to think we can manipulate you, but to, to, to give you our heart, to give you the, the desires that we have inside of us. And Lord, I pray that as we, as we pray, as we talk with you, change us and mold us into the people that you want us to be. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.